Hey everyone, thanks for coming to the Preacher Chick Podcast. I am Stacy, the Preacher Chick, and today is day 231 of reading the Bible together every day this year. Today we're going to be reading 2 Chronicles 25 through 27. We'll also be reading Psalm 77. And preparing for this morning, I really began thinking about um, how much we've read this year and um, what we've got left. And the way that this reading plan was laid out <clears throat> was the entire Old Testament and then First and Second Chronicles, because First and Second Chronicles are really kind of a recap. It is a chronicling of the history of God's people. And so that means that in just a few days, we're going to jump into the New Testament. And I know for many, that's really exciting. I love the Old Testament. There's so much for us to learn. Um, so much about God's character, about the redemptive plan, about God's heart for restoration, um, and how generous he is in grace and patience. Um, but there's so much excitement and beauty also in the New Testament because it all comes to this culmination point of our Messiah arriving. And so I'm excited to begin the New Testament um, in a few days. So um, we're going to keep going. We're going to be consistent and we're going to finish the Old Testament. We're going to finish Chronicles over the next few days. Um, and my prayer is that you would um, have eyes to see, ears to hear, and a heart to respond to God's word and to his faithfulness. So let's get going. Amaziah became king when he was 25 years old and he reigned 29 years in Jerusalem. His mother's name was Jehoadan. She was from Jerusalem. He did what was right in the Lord's sight, but not wholeheartedly. As soon as the kingdom was firmly in his grasp, he executed his servants who had killed his father, the king. However, he did not put their children to death because as it is written in the law, in the book of Moses, where the Lord commanded, fathers are not to die because of children and children are not to die because of fathers, but each one will die for his own sin. Then Amaziah gathered Judah and assembled them according to ancestral families, according to the commanders of thousands and according to commanders of hundreds. He numbered those 20 years old or more for all Judah and Benjamin. He found there to be 300,000 fit young men who could serve in the army bearing spear and shield. Then for 7,500 pounds of silver, he hired 100,000 valiant warriors from Israel. However, a man of God came to him and said, King, do not let Israel's army go with you, for the Lord is not with Israel, all the Ephraimites. But if you go with them, do it. Be strong for battle, but God will make you stumble before the enemy, for God has the power to help or to make one stumble. Then Amaziah said to the man of God, what should I do with the about the 7,500 pounds of silver I gave to Israel's division? The man of God replied, the Lord is able to give you much more than this. So Amaziah released the division that came to him from Ephraim to go home, but they got very angry with Judah and returned home in a fierce rage. Amaziah strengthened his position and led his people to the Salt Valley. He struck down 10,000 Seirites and the Judahites captured 10,000 alive. They took them to the top of a cliff where they threw them off and all of them were dashed to pieces. Straight savage, yo. As for the men of the division that Amaziah sent back so they would not go with him into battle, they raided the cities of Judah from Samaria to Beth Horon, struck down 3,000 of their people, and took a great deal of plunder. After Amaziah came from the attack on the Edomites, 
He brought the gods of the Syrites and set them up as his gods. And here we go. He worshiped them before he worshiped before them and burned incense to them. So the Lord's anger was against Amaziah, and he sent a prophet to him who said, Why have you sought a people's gods that cannot rescue their own people from you? While he was still speaking to him, the king asked, Have we made you the king's counselor? Stop. Why should you lose your life? In other words, I don't want to hear what you have to say, and if you keep talking, I'm going to kill you. So the prophet stopped, but he said, I know that God intends to destroy you because you've done this and have not listened to my advice. King Amaziah of Judah took counsel and sent word to Jehoash, son of Jehoahaz, son of Jehu, king of Israel, and challenged him. Come, let's meet face to face. King Jehoash of Israel sent word to King Amaziah of Judah, saying, The thistle in Lebanon sent me a me sent a message to the cedar in Lebanon, saying, Give your daughter to my son as a wife. Then a wild animal in Lebanon passed by and trampled the thistle. You have said, Look, I have defeated Edom, and you have become overconfident that you will get glory. Now stay at home. Why stir up such trouble so that you fall and Judah with you? But Amaziah would not listen, for this turn of events was from God in order to hand them over to their enemies because they went after the gods of Edom. So King Jehoash of Israel advanced. He and King Amaziah met face to face at Beth Shemesh that belonged to Judah. Judah was routed before Israel, and each man fled to his own tent. King Jehoash of Israel captured Judah's king Amaziah, son of Joash, son of Jehoahaz, at Beth Shemesh. Then Jehoash took him to, took him to Jerusalem and broke down 200 yards of Jerusalem's wall from the Ephraim gate to the corner gate. He took all the gold, silver, all the utensils that were with them that were found in Obed-Edom in God's temple, the treasures of the king's palace and the hostages. Then he returned to Samaria. Judah's king Amaziah Son of Joash lived 15 years after the death of Israel's King Jehoash, son of Jehoahaz. The rest of the events of Amaziah's reign from beginning to end are written in the book of the kings of Judah and Israel. From the time Amaziah turned from following the Lord, a conspiracy was formed against him in Jerusalem, and he fled to Lachish. However, men were set after him to Lachish, and they put him to death there. They carried him back on the horses and buried him with his fathers in the city of Judah. All the people of Judah took Uzziah, who was 16 years old, and made him king in place of his father Amaziah. After Amaziah, the king rested with his fathers. Uzziah rebuilt Eloth and restored it to Judah. Uzziah was 16 years old when he became king, and he reigned 52 years in Jerusalem. His mother's name was Jechaliah. She was from Jerusalem. He did what was right in the Lord's sight, just as his father Amaziah had done. He sought God throughout the life of Zechariah, the teacher of the fear of God. During the time he sought the Lord, God gave him success. Uzziah went out to wage war against the Philistines. He tore down the wall of Gath, the wall of Jebna, and the wall of Ashdod. Then he built cities in the vicinity of Ashdod and among the Philistines. God helped him against the Philistines, the Arabs that live in Gerbal, and the Meunites. The Ammonites paid tribute to Uzziah, and his fame spread as far as the entrance of Egypt, for God made him very powerful. Uzziah built towers in Jerusalem at the corner gate the valley gate, and the corner buttress, and he fortified them. Since he had many cattle, both in the Judean foothills and the plain, he built towers in the desert and dug many wells. And since he was a lover of the soil, he had farmers and vine dressers in the hills and in the fertile lands. Uzziah had an army equipped for combat that went out to war by division according to their assignments as recorded by Jeel, the court secretary, and Maaseah, the officer under the authority of Hananiah, one of the king's commanders. 
The total number of family heads was 2,600 valiant warriors. Under their authority was an army of 307,500 equipped for combat, a powerful force to help the king against the enemy. Uzziah provided the entire army with shields and spears and helmets, armor, bows, and sling stones. He made skillfully designed devices in Jerusalem to shoot arrows and catapult large stones for use on the towers on the corners. So his fame spread even to distant places, for he was wondrously helped until he became strong. But when he became strong, he grew arrogant. Oh, pride cometh before the fall, right? And it led to his own destruction. You know, sometimes I think that, okay, like, let's go backwards. Um, when Israel wrestled with God, the man, Israel, when he wrestled with God, um, he walked away from that with a limp in his hip. It said that the Lord touched his hip joint and he walked with a limp. Um, Paul had a thorn in his flesh. We don't know what that was. We don't know if it was... Um, an ongoing struggle with addiction, if it was a an ailment of some kind, like a health ailment, we uh, we don't know what it was. Um, sometimes I think that the Lord and His goodness and faithfulness allows us to have a slight discomfort because if we received. Mm, if we received. I'm going to say it like this, and this is not the right word, but it's the only word that's going to mind, a fullness, um, we would begin to rely on ourselves instead of him. And so those limps, those thorns, those ailments keep us dependent on him where if we didn't have them, we would be like Uzziah. We would become arrogant in and of ourselves and become independent um, and not not trusting him fully. I just really think that. I really do. I'm going to continue on. Um, speaking of Uzziah, he acted unfaithfully against the Lord as God by going to, into the Lord's sanctuary to burn incense on the incense altar. The priest, Azariah, along with 80 brave priests of the Lord, went in after him. They took their stand against King Uzziah and said, Uzziah, you have no right to offer incense to the Lord. Only the consecrated priests and descendants of Aaron have the right to offer incense. Leave the sanctuary, for you have acted unfaithfully. You will not receive honor from the Lord. Uzziah, with a fire pan in his hand to offer incense, was enraged. But when he became enraged with the priests in the presence of the priests in the Lord's temple beside the altar of incense, a skin disease broke out on his forehead. Then Azariah, the chief priest, and all the priests turned to him and saw he was diseased on his forehead. They rushed him out of there. He himself also hurried to get out because the Lord had afflicted him. So King Uzziah was diseased to the time of his death. He lived in quarantine with a serious skin disease and was excluded from access to the Lord's temple while his son Jotham was over the king's household governing the people of the land. Now the prophet Isaiah, son of Amos, wrote about the rest of the events of Uzziah's reign from beginning to end. Uzziah rested with his fathers and he was buried with his fathers in the burial ground of the king's cemetery, for they said, he has a skin disease. His son Jotham became king in his place. Jotham was 25 years old when he became king, and he reigned 16 years in Jerusalem. His mother's name was Jerusha, daughter of Zadok. He did what was right in the Lord's sight, just as his father Uzziah had done. In addition, he didn't enter the Lord's sanctuary, but the people still behaved corruptly. Jotham built the upper gate of the Lord's temple, and he built extensively on the wall of Ophel. He also built cities in the hill country of Judah and fortresses and towers in the forest. He waged war against the king of the Ammonites. He overpowered the Ammonites. 
And that year they gave him 7,500 pounds of silver, 50,000 or 50,000 bushels of wheat and 50,000 bushels of barley. They paid him in the same second and third years. So Jotham strengthened his position because he did not waver in obeying the Lord, his God. As for the rest of the events of Jotham's reign all along are along with all his wars and his ways. Note that they are written in the book of the Kings of Israel and Judah. He was 25 years old when he became king and he reigned 16 years in Jerusalem. Jotham rested with his fathers and was buried in the city of David. His son Ahaz became king in his place. Psalm 77. I cry aloud to God, aloud to God, and he will hear me. I sought the Lord in my day of trouble. My hands were continually lifted up all night long. I refused to be comforted. I think of God. I groan. I meditate. My spirit becomes weak. Selah. You've kept me from closing my eyes. I'm troubled and cannot speak. I consider days of old, years long past. At night, I remember my music. I meditate in my heart and my spirit ponders. Will the Lord reject forever and never again show favor? Has his faithful love ceased forever? Is his promise at an end for all generations? Has God forgotten to be gracious? Has he in anger withheld his compassion? Selah. So I say, I am grieved that the right hand of the Most High has changed. I will remember the Lord's works. Yes, I will remember, remember your ancient wonders. I will reflect on all you've done and meditate on your actions. God, your way is holy. What God is great like God? You are the God who works wonders. You revealed your strength among the peoples. With power, you redeemed your people and the descendants of Jacob and Joseph. Selah. The water saw you, God. The water saw you. It trembled. Even the depths shook. The clouds poured down water. The storm clouds thundered. Your arrows flashed back and forth. The sound of your thunder was in the whirlwind. Lightning lit up the world. The earth shook and quaked. Your way went through the sea and your path through the vast water. But your footprints were unseen. You led your people like a flock by the hand of Moses and Aaron. That's it for today, friends. Keep coming back as we continue to read the Bible together every day. See ya.